Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. Dear Jolene, my husband and I recently found out that we are expecting our first child. I'm having concerns that we will not be able to provide for the baby because I'm the only one working and I only make $9,000 with government assistance a year while attending college. My husband has expressed that he is going to stay home with the baby and take care of the house so that I can work all because he believes that he'll be able to play video games all day. His words. Uh, I told him that it is better for me to stay home for the first year and that I would appreciate it if he finds a job. All our talks lead to intense arguments. I have asked nicely, but sadly, I have also nagged about my concerns. And then he says I don't show him respect. I want to do this the godly way, but I do not know how to handle this situation. What would you do? Oh, yes, this is a, a difficult situation for any wife to be in, um, especially carrying their first child. There's lots of fears and anxiety there. And, and on top of the hormones that you're going through that, you know, just in having your body make a baby. So um, I don't know if this husband is a believer. I don't know if this husband was not working before marriage, if they got saved after they got married. Um, but the Bible is very clear. Second uh, Thessalonians three ten through 12 says, Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in, this, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. So uh, the husband in this one, he's just living the party life. Right, love? You know, how wonderful is that to just uh, get up whenever you want, eat whenever you want, and play video games all day long? Unfortunately, this wife married what sounds like um, a boy instead of a man. Um, so what can you do? I honestly, I, I would probably, when the baby comes, I'd quit working. You know, that's, that's my thought because this man is commanded by God to work. 1 Timothy 5.8 says, But if anyone does not provide for his own... And especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. He is commanded by God to work, not play video games. So if life becomes increasingly difficult, 
and the electricity is turned off and he no longer has his bag of chips that he could eat while he's playing video games, this might cause this man to kind of stand up and decide that, yeah, it's now time to start providing for my family. Right. Well, and the Bible, even though, whether he's a believer or not, the Bible is still true. Right. And it still applies that even if he's not a believer, he's still to provide for his family. And bottom line, uh, the society has propagated this idea that men can act like women and women can act like men, which is the problem we see here. He wants her to work. He wants to stay home and, and what he thinks will be a free ride. And frankly, it, if he does the job right, it's a harder job to stay home and take care of the home and the family, I believe, than it is to go out to a job and finish that work and come home at the end of the right, day. Right, right. Well, and as you said, whether he's a believer or not, the reason why I asked or said that I'm not sure if he's a believer is this man might not have the Bible as his authority. So that's why he might kind of pitch his fit. But when I read on here that he says, I don't show him respect, that kind of says, oh, well, maybe he is a believer because he uses that word. So this wife has said, you know, I didn't handle it correctly. I've been a nag before. And obviously you don't want to be a nag. You want to do this the godly way. But the godly way is iron sharpens iron. You rebuke him. You go to the Matthew 18 principle. Turn to Matthew 18, about halfway down. It'll teach you how to deal with a believer, one who's in sin. And clearly this man is in sin. I know society won't address that because it's like, oh, I can't believe, you know, that you're saying that a man who wants to stay home is in sin. Well, the Bible's clear. He's to toil the field. That's the curse that God gave him. So... It, but then let's switch the emotions to wife because the wife's freaking out. You well, know, no uh, money, I'm pregnant, and he's not working. And the last thing a wife wants to do is fully rely on the Lord for an income. And she's here's what she's really got to do. She's got to hunker down and look down the road for several years and think, okay, the worst case scenario is, is that it might be tough, but she and her child will be provided for. Yes, okay. the Lord will take care of her. Uh, they will be taken care of, but she's got to understand that if she does not stay within her role, then she's going to facilitate his worthlessness. Right. Well, she's enabling his sin, and I and and that's really the key right here is you know, how convenient for him to cry, you know, out disrespect, disrespect, but if a woman were to cry out you're not working, then all of a sudden the, the man's really quick to say, "Oh, you're not respecting me." Right. So, and, you know, so what's he gonna? What's he gonna feel like when the electricity gets turned off or the water gets turned off, and his family and friends and the church and whoever else knows it, and she's just like, "Well, you know, we uh, we bathe with cold water, or if we can find water, or you know, we use candles to light the house." If if she sticks by her guns. He will have to step up. Right. He'll have to. Right. So the Matthew 18 principles are really important. Um, I pray that you have a home church that you could go to. The Bible talks about, you know, obviously going to your brother or sister in the Lord. In this case, it would be your brother in the Lord and say, hey, this is what the word says. I don't, I'm not here to nag you about it. I'm not here to condemn or criticize you for it. But I need you to do your part as a man of God. Now, he may be kind of like, well, that's nice for you, and I'm not going to listen, and I'm just going to play my video games. Then you go to another brother or sister in the Lord, and they come back, and you speak to him together. If he still doesn't listen, then you go to the church. So that is the principle that you take in rebuking a brother or sister in the Lord, 
And yeah, he's not going to like it. He he will claim disrespect all day long. He will say that, you know, you're throwing him under the bus. But in all reality, he's not doing his part. It's one thing if he's having a difficult time finding a job, but that's not his case. His case is, you know, I don't want to grow up and be a man. Well, and her standard is God's standard, not her husband's standard. Right. And, and obviously... The video games are going to be short-lived if he doesn't work because there's a, there's not going to be any electricity for that to happen. Right, right. So in, in this case, you just got to tell him this is how it is. You don't even have to have a nasty tone. You could come to him with humility. You could come to him with saying, hey, I'm sorry I nagged in the past. I nagged be- before because I was fearful. You know, I nagged before because of the anxiety. You know, we're bringing in this new life and so forth. But, um, you know, I would I would certainly stand firm on the Word of God and still be loving and kind as you bring it to him and and try and encourage him hey i'll help you find a job and so forth so you're not coming at him as you're parenting you're not parenting him you're not his enemy in any of this um one way to look at it is is that you're his sister in the lord and the two of you are moving forward in your marriage and trying to honor the lord in this Obviously, if he's not a believer or if he claims to be a believer and he's not wanting to follow what the, the word has to say, I'd still kind of squat. I'd give I'd give birth to my child and I'd stay home and and the Lord will still take care of you. It will be hard, but he will still take care of you. And at that point, your husband will have to decide, will I continue to remain like a child or will I become a man at that point? So a lot of times as a wife, I know when we went through just the times of my husband, you know, he's self-employed. And so there are times when there was no money and we get fearful as a wife and we want that financial security. But I knew that that was my husband's role. And I also knew if I wanted to step forward to try and help him financially, it would be um, really hard for him and his sense of self-worth and being the provider for the family. So I just had to really have that faith and knowing that, I'm God's daughter and the Lord's going to provide for me. So, you know, that's my take on it is to just um, do what God has called you to do. Do it in a loving way. And don't be afraid to to rebuke him in love if he is a believer. Well, and this is where the rubber meets the road. Because yeah. for those of us who are believers and followers of Jesus, it, that's all great when everything's going wonderfully. But really our faith is defined when we actually have to rely on him. And we say, okay, we're going to take this stand. I mean, that's really, really when the world looks at us and says, oh, yeah, you're a Christian. And when everything's good, you, you're you fine. But when it's not, where's your faith? Right, right. I'm sorry that she's even had to go through this. Of being course. married to a man who is not um, emotionally mature enough to be a man. You of know? course. But this could really, really strengthen her faith, number one. And number two, strengthen her witness to other believers believers or unbelievers or unbelievers yes and and as well as to her husband she could come in a very humble gracious way but still very strong on the word of god hey i'm here to help you but this is this is the path that is god honoring so those are my thoughts until next time i'm jolene engel here with my husband eric at jolene